Hello and welcome back to the Pep Talk Podcast. Today I am joined by Kezia and John, your uh, president, co-president, and uh, first year rep. And uh, I'll let them introduce themselves, uh, talk about their roles on the committee, and then we'll get around to Dom, who's also here, but is less important. Uh, they're, they're pointing at each other, but Kaz, I'm going to say you go first, <laughs> since you have the sort of seniority in here. Told oh, you. Thank you very much. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Kez, um, and I am the co-president of the Club of Pep, along with Alex. I am, ooh, I am John. I am the first year rep. Uh, I basically make sure that the first years get involved as much as they can with the Club of Pep and understand what it does, and I'm just left in the dust about it. How can people reach you, especially the first years listening to this who might want to get more involved? They can either message me through that chat that we're all in that I usually just spam stuff into a lot. Uh, and yet, or they can, you know, knock on my door, come and say hi. Why Where not? do you live, Where do you John? live, John? Oh, I live in the greatest place on earth, Fairfax <laughs> House. Oh, okay. There you go. Moving, on, moving on from that. We also have uh, Dominic Smith here. Hi, I'm Dom. And as Mark beautifully said about a minute ago, I am indeed less important you mind speaking up there dom i'm less important everyone well done all right so this is a bit of a two-in-one podcast where we're going to sort of introduce you guys to uh to kez and john but also we all went on a very recent trip to athens that we're gonna we're gonna be talking about so if you missed that trip you missed buying a ticket for that or you just didn't want to go this is your chance to kind of live the experiences <laughs> without paying that we had without paying it w- and it was quite an experience. We'll walk you through it just from beginning to end, all the highlights. Mm. You really didn't have to be there. I don't know why I went. I could have just sat here and listened to all the stories and pretended that I went. But uh, let's start with the, the 3 a.m. bus ride. Oh, I've, uh, I've got an interesting story about this. So um, for the third years that went on the trip, we had an essay due uh, on, the, on the Monday morning. And the the trip, did we leave on Sunday? Yep. Yeah, at like 3 a.m. or something. And uh, I hadn't finished my essay. So I was um, writing it on the coach at 3 a.m. And also on the plane. And both me and Alex were the other co-president, which was um, not a very good example to set. But we did it. And I sent I sent it off when I got to Athens. So uh, that just shows you can Ooh. go on the trip and still do your work, guys. I would argue it's actually more impressive to do the essay like mm. a day before it's due on a plane than to not do the essay. Thank you. I thought so, so too. Well done. Uh, can I we just have remember a... Alex really stressing about that. Oh yeah, yeah. we were we this were a bit um, stressful. It's quite a stressful time. Yeah, but that uh, that 3 a.m. bus was to make, a, what, a 7 a.m. flight? Something along those lines <clears> to make it in Athens by noon or, or yeah. 1? Yeah, something like that. 1 o'clock, I think. And then we pretty much just went to the went to the hostel and slept. Describe the hostel though, because that was an interesting place. Ooh. Just to start to set Can the I, kind of scene for should I, that week. You should. I think you should. I think you should. Can I? Should I? That will I? I think you're going to. I, Go ahead. I think I'm going to because, uh, well, so <laughs> I try not to laugh as I say this. Basically, uh, so we arrived at the hostel and it was in a very interesting place, kind of down a back alley, which. As we went towards it, it was just, uh, sorry to say, corrugated metal. And we were like, it was very this is, sketchy. This is yeah. an interesting lane to walk down. Um, Athens was really nice, though, as we were walking through it. That was lovely. Um, as we got inside, however, me, Alexander, Harrison, and Ollie decided to share a room. And we decided, okay, we'll walk in and everything will be fine. Everybody else went upstairs, but we did not. <laughs> and I saw this as a giant U-turn. I was like, okay, this is about to get interesting. 
they opened up some random door next to them, <laughs> which looked like it should have been under some stairs, and it wasn't. We then went through down a lane. We had to kind of, like, go through this little garden path. We then went down effectively into the basement, went into our room, and I said, all right, boys. This is at, where we die. Look around the room. <laughs> this is. It was a very strange room, shall I say that. Um, two bunk beds. A lot of panic as I was like, just look around the room, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah it was that was interesting crazy. place to arrive to, but uh, we left pretty quickly after, I think it was just a quick nap, and then we went out and tried to tried to find some place to do some drinking. And uh, we had some, some beers at an interesting place that night, and Dom, you ordered a very special beer. I wonder if you want to you wanna talk about that a little bit, because we gave you a lot of shit for it. Yeah, and I deserved it. Um, I basically ordered a chocolate... I, I, I don't know if I think it was like a mix between like dark chocolate and like a Belgian beer like Le- Lef or something like that. Basically, this waitress fooled you into buying a she, buy, buying a, a six pound fifty yes, beer. Yes, she did. She uh, she used words like artisan and words that seduced me, and it worked because I spent six pound fifty on a beer, which honestly it was like was it like a quarter pint or something? And let me was, tell no, you this, it was more than that. It was this, like a half pint. But it was think, not worth six. I don't think it was a half pint. I think it was genuinely like like a quarter or a third of a pint, something like that. But he maintains to this day that it was good. It, it took so long to drink. It filled me up. I swear to God, it was like three beers. It was so. So it's rich. worth the money then. Well, no, because it was six fifty. It was worth yeah, the experience. Yeah, but three and it, beers. And it tasted bad. Okay, fine. It was pretty much worth it. <laughs> I really did love it, and it was actually the best beer I've ever had. So in that respect, yes. Well, there worth we go. It. Amazing. I, I I don't think so at all. But uh, I think we should mention. I think the, that the other group did something more sensible and just bought those large, yeah, like, like water like coolers space aged, of beer. Cool, yeah, one water cooler. I don't know if I'd call that a good idea. Yeah, were <laughs> they more, were they more expensive in the end? Um, I can't remember the actual maths of it because like we all split it between us. So just after we went to that uh, very nice beer place. Uh, we decided that some of us were going to go out because why not? By the way, Dom and I heavily regret not going to Lohan it, because yeah, of the, the experience it, it turned out to like, It was almost like a religious, like, uh, I'll put this, I don't want to kind of big myself up here, but effectively... It was a pilgrimage. All of us, all of, yeah, it, all of us were literally in debate of where we should go. Oh my goodness. And it, it turned out that Lohan is the only place that was open. And we, for some reason we decided, no, we won't get a cab. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll walk 24 minutes... Thing. It was more than that. It was, it was, it was 24 minutes. I, I genuinely I thought it was about it. two hours. Yeah, I'm not, not surprised, but we'll get to that. Everyone <laughs> else is like, oh, where should we go? They're all drunk and they're all taking ages to decide. <laughs> me drunk being people me, making decisions yeah. is the funniest thing I just thing pull ever. out Google Maps, put it in. I'm like, right, Lohan, let's go. So, Wait, you were leading this. I lead the charge. Name. It's such a bad oh, name. Oh, we've got an we've, interesting we've, history. Well, we'll talk yeah. about that. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So... I decided to lead the charge, so to speak, um, just using my phone. And eventually we walked through what I can only describe as one of the most colourful and interesting, like, long streets of Athens. It is covered wall to wall in graffiti. There are at least 500 stray cats and dogs just walking past. Yeah. There are noises that would make you, if you were in a sober mind, go, probably shouldn't go towards that. But... It was, it was really strange, though, because yeah. there was no one around. Yeah. Like, it was like everyone had just disappeared. And that was really terrifying because we were like, hold on, we're walking to a club. Yeah. Surely there's got to be other people walking there. And, and there was just no one there. But I remember we, we kind of were walking for ages. I had no idea where we were going. And do you remember we saw the Acropolis from oh, the distance? Yeah. We, and we oh, all just great. had this like magical moment of like, oh, 
we it was found like the through equivalent. some like like great when it was through yeah. like the, um yeah that was fantastic because everyone was like oh my god look at it lit up and i was just like i need the toilet right now <laughs> and lohan was just down the road so i kind of walked ahead with harrison we then waited for everyone to get their instagram pictures sorted and we were like right can we just get inside to go to the toilet as we show up all i can describe it as is there were lots of middle-aged men in a queue <laughs> There were some very nice kind of red stairs leading up to what I can only describe as different fire pits going off. And there was a man, this like skeletal figure, on a motorbike, on the roof. Oh, yeah. Like on the top. And he went by the name of Jesus Christ. And it, and it said Lohan in bright lights. And mm. I was like, what an interesting name. Why is it called Lohan? I don't really care right now. I need the toilet. Getting to Lohan created more questions oh, than answers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we debated if we're even going to go in there because some of us were like, it's going to be terrible in there. And other, other, like some of us were like... Oh, I no, was adamant. This is the adventure. We are on it now. Yeah. It was like, we'd taken the ring this far. We're getting it to Mordor. We yeah. Were like, we were this close. So oh, so you get oh, in the club. No, no, no. no. So there's even before we get in the club. So there's this like really long queue, but there was this separate kind of red carpeted area. And I was mm. like, guys, I reckon we should try for the VIP bit. And everyone's like, no, 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 don't worry. So I literally just walked up to this guy and I was like, hiya, uh, can we come in, please? Like, just, you know, chatting away. And he goes, how many? And I was like, hmm, it's just this lot, you know, about 10 of us. And he goes, hmm, and then walked off. And then he suddenly opened to the barrier and let us through this like VIP bit. And we couldn't believe our luck. We're like, how, how is this happening? Like, because everyone was dressed up really nice. And it was like quite a nice club. Really probably should have been a sign. Yeah, probably. It was, it was actually. Anyway, so we, we walked in. We kind of paid and got in. And it was this, the strangest club ever. Because I don't, well, in York and everywhere else in this country, everyone dances in clubs. But in Lohan... No one moved. Yeah, it, it, just felt, like smoked, we were, it right? felt like we'd just walking into a Stephen King novel because everyone else <laughs> was just very still. They weren't dancing. Oh, there was music goodness. on. It was very good music. It was like, you know, at least it had like a bass. Until so think, the strange Macarena yeah, came on. That was, yeah, there was a remix of the Macarena that came on. but um, <laughs> And we all started doing the genuine yeah, Macarena, yeah. but then it just got a bit weird. I think the bigger issue was that we, we went in and the idea was 10 euros. You get to go in and you go and get a free drink. Those drinks were so strong. <laughs> it was about three quarters they, spirit. Yeah, that was insane. And then I think at one point we were like, right, we all we all needed the toilet. Half the reason we actually oh, ended up coming dear. in was to go to the toilet. Oh. At which point I'm standing there just after going to the toilet, washing my hands, and I think, hang on, and I turn around over my shoulder and I swear that like Kez and all the girls are in here, and I'm like, but this is the. And we can see into the girls' toilets, and they can see into ours. So where, and, so where the, oh, the where the brilliant. mirrors are in the it's in the mad. toilets? Great design. It, well, you've got the mirror, and brilliant. then you look to the side, and you can see straight through. Yeah. And Yikes. so basically, I was so shocked that I could see them. <laughs> I stretched my arms out, punched this girl in the face next to me accidentally, and got kicked out the toilet. So they thought I was like being really aggressive. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was just so shocked that I could the see British my friends girls hitting people. Yeah, kicked oh. out the toilet. Toilets are not a place for aggression. Yeah. Get I no, I feel so. I'm really it sorry. It was a giant. Literally, all of us were in shock though, because like the, it was. Yeah, I still don't know how they actually did it, because the mirrors were just hanging there, but we could see straight through. And I was like, Wait, it was. It was yeah. like an optical illusion. Well, then, I was like, what I heard was, because you were the first to break the the proverbial ice by dancing, 
and uh, and you were in this. Th- what what I had a mental image of is just you after several drinks, just dancing your heart out. Oh yeah, trying to convince the yeah. others to dance. As oh well. yeah, it worked though. Can I just say, mo- well, most of us in the group were were dancing. I, I okay, can name ne- I can name a few names that didn't, but at the same time, <laughs> no, I mean, call I was... them out. Call them out. I want I want <laughs> okay, another right. record. Well, the most interesting one of the bunch has to be Harrison because <laughs> Harrison seemed to be hating Lohan. We all thought, okay, well, he's now starting to dance. We're trying to get people to dance. Um, I'm going for it, as I do. Um, and shouldn't have, because then I turn and see Harrison, he's standing on his own, and I'm like, Harrison, what's wrong? And he's just like, just sh- kind of shrugs. I'm like, interesting. Later on in the week, in fact, in fact, the rest of There's the week... There's no man that wanted to go back to Lohan yeah, more Harrison than Harrison. Harrison was desperate to go back to Lohan. Every third word out of his mouth was Lohan. <laughs> Not why, only, why, not was only that. Lohan? why was it called ah. Lohan? Ah, you've asked the infamous question. <laughs> yeah, th- then we'll move on to, to to something else because we've given Lohan enough airtime. I don't want to get it wrong, but I believe that Lindsay Lohan has something to do with it. I think she she opened oh, it. Yeah, I think she opened it. So it's this random club in the middle That's of nowhere She's named after Lindsay so, Lohan. Put that on your CV. Doesn't You've danced on the same dance floor as Lindsay Lohan. It doesn't mean that you need to name it after that person. Just because, just if Joanna Lumley created a, a, a club. It wouldn't be called the Lumley Club, Yeah, but would it? Lumley sounds... Uh, that sounds pretty good, actually, yeah, though. Like, I like I'd it. go to the Lumley Club. It sounds really, like, sort Hush. of... Yeah, like, really cut well, off. Well, she and, is, like, after all, very I mean, Yeah, so yeah. it makes sense. I love her, like a tea room or something, yeah. So if we move on to something something constructive that we did, uh, we got to meet the president of the Supreme Court, whose name escapes me. Honestly, I slept through most of that. That was fantastic to watch, by well, the way. Well, I was listening. Yeah, what was he called? Does anyone remember? I couldn't the, really pronounce it. I don't even it. know if he was real. He C- just, Ciganos? I don't know what his name was. He was just, just an old man who walked into this very, very nice room after us waiting in there for like 15 minutes. Mm. And before that, we had stopped into a stopped in to see a trial oh, yeah. taking oh, place oh. and there was this there was this man arguing very vehemently and just expressing himself in just a very I mean we couldn't understand it because it was in it was in Greek of course Yes. But it was very interesting to listen to. Yeah. Of course, I didn't listen to that either because I was fast asleep. See, I was listening. And because I don't know Greek. I have no, like I didn't understand what's going on. But I think it made me listen more because I was trying to work out what it could have been about. And I was just like, right, there's just this Did guy. Did you work it out? No. Oh. No. But I, I know what it is about now. Oh, how? A, a defamation case, I believe. Ooh. About um, like a newspaper. And they, they were saying bad things about this guy. And he was really... Angry, but of course oh, wow. it's the Supreme Court, so it's all about how they actually dealt with the the, oh, the proceedings. Well, I felt bad because there were some serious people in there, and the people behind us, sitting or next to us, when we were sitting in there for the fifteen minutes we were sitting in there, were very serious as well. Mm. And there were just some English school group, some university group. <sighs> just embarrassing, isn't it? It was horribly embarrassing. It was really just half hung over, just in there, yeah. stumbling in. Well, and it was like an endless line of us. Because we had to single file shuffle in there, and there are 30 <laughs> of us. And it just seemed like a never-ending stream. Yeah. Just coming and taking all their hmm. seating up. And Oh, I felt bad. But and we then, left pretty quickly, and then got to sit down and talk with the, uh, the president of the Supreme Court. Yeah, and when and then, we were in there, we, we, there was a book that was passed around, which was like... Rec- hand records, uh, handwritten records of the first ever case, oh, yeah. and it was being passed around, and people were looking at it for like seven seconds, and it felt like, it felt like show and tell from year three. Yeah, <gasps> especially the moment where I think someone believed they had ripped said artifact. <gasps> oh yeah. I turned and heard a noise and just was like, oh no, and I don't know who it was, but I remember as well, I think Alex got it. He kind of 
realized something was up with it and just kind of slowly passed it along like yeah. this is not my problem now um <sighs> brits abroad this is yeah. why that th- is it, this yeah. phrase exists yeah. Yeah. embarrassing yeah. isn't it a bit embarrassing yeah. it was my first time being a part of it <laughs> uh, it went well though it was a it was a it was definitely a good time at the supreme court yeah and, and uh, that shout, led shout on out to, to uh, des for for organizing it all because yeah, uh, we wouldn't have done it without us, we ought so. to shout out to matt as well and yeah. some of the other guys for organizing like our teacher professor matt ward perkins shout out as well we said we'd give him a shout out when we were talking to him earlier but that day led into the second night out which was that was this ice switch night ice switch excuse me excuse me uh, the, the 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 woman with the white coat. Oh, did you guys God. go to Narnia? Oh, right, I thought you said Ice Witch, like some kind of company that helps you change your insurance. Oh, Ice no, Witch. Ice Witch. Right, mm. Ice Witch. Yeah. Right, we went to this club. This is really Mo- dumb story. Mo- Moonpig, so. right? <laughs> Moonpig. Moon dogs, was it? Oh. No know. clown dogs. Clown dogs. Wasn't that That's what I said. after? We went to clown dogs, and the lady that was in charge of it, right? She was wearing this like all. Up, she looked like the the, the the horrible horrible woman from Narnia. Mm. She was uh, actually very scary. The ice cream. She had these yeah the yeah, the ice cream, which is why we call her the Ice Witch. I remember her now. And she's got these like these long nails and this lovely fur coat and lovely hair like like almost like white hair that 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 bl- blends into the coat. It, she was actually quite sinister and she never did anything sinister. But I just felt a little bit on chilled. Edge. Yeah, Don kept on expecting to run back into her later in the week. Yeah. I turn yeah. a corner and just see her there watching him. Oh, she was scary. I can't explain why. You know when you just you know when you just think she or he that says something not right there. And there wasn't. It, it, it was scary. It was scary. I think you're going to end up in the next Narnia dome. Oh, I can see it now. As long as she's not in it, that's okay. She's the, the thing villain is, she in will it. Be. She's oh, the ice queen. God. That's her job. She's not just in your nightmares. She's she is very much real dumb, and she will find you. And she will kill me. Absolutely. But uh, we can move straight on there into probably the most interesting and consequential conversation of our trip, which was with uh, Yanis mm. Varoufakis. Am I saying that right? Yanis yeah, Yanis Varoufakis. Varoufakis. I'd just yeah. say Yanis at this point. The most yeah, famous oh, person yeah, from Yanis. Greece. We're on first. That was, in, that was actually yeah. incredible to, yeah, to meet him. He was, we're, like, we're he was on like like first, very famous. First, oh, no, first I, d- I just can't him. pronounce his last name, so I yeah. just don't yeah, so Yanis Varoufakis took on the EU on his own. He did. As mm. a government minister for economics and finance. Uh, during the the Greek crisis, I mean, well, the, the years of it. Do you know exactly when it was, Dom? Yeah, twenty thirteen, fourteen. So yeah, he negotiated about then uh, on the nation's behalf with the EU when he was in a really hard place, really on his own, yeah. and genuinely one of the most interesting guys that we've probably all of us here have ever spoken to. Just he had interesting and amazing insights, and it was just cool to be in the same room with him. Yeah, he was a brilliant, brilliant speaker. Because he was there. It was an interesting dichotomy with him and his friend slash, like, speechwriter. Or was he just a civil servant that was there? Because yeah, I, I feel like, like they didn't like each other, even though they were pretending to be friends. They oh, were being yeah. friendly, but there was, like, sniping in between them. It was a very interesting place to be. And this theme we'll pick up later when we oh. talk to the socialists. Oh. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But Yanis was also a genuine socialist, and he had a very interesting idea about moderate politics. He did. Yeah, he did. He said mm. um, he was asked about um, whether moder- moderate... Po- well, we all asked him questions, and someone said, do you think moderate politics is, is over, pretty much, or will it come back? And he said, well, I'd argue that we've got it. I'd, I'd argue Jeremy Corbyn represents moderate politics. and, and Bernie me and Mark, Sanders. Yeah, me and Mark looked at each other and sort of thought... Yanis, um, that's biased, mate. 
<laughs> very biased. <laughs> that was the visual comedy that you that you that you talked oh, about during I love that visual trip. Visual comedy because you we just made words. eye contact across the room, just kind of looking at each other out of the corner, the corner of the eye is just like, oh, mm. that. That that doesn't seem right there, Yanis. I, no. I don't know about that one, buddy. When I was interviewing one of my fo- one of the football journalists in Athens whilst I was there, th- this person was surprised that we'd spoken to Yanis, and he, and he thought that, that he's quite a narcissistic man, like quite. And, and I mean, I you got can that see impression, that. Like, but but it doesn't make him bad. It just means no. that he, he knows he's good at his job. I feel like a lot of job. high up politicians are going to be narcissistic, yeah, and he was very good at his job. Very interesting and an engaging guy, and he took the time to talk to a bunch of university yeah, students. Yeah, I, I thought he was really genuine actually, and he mm. was very honest at the start. He said, "You mm. know, I don't have a lot of time," which is like fair enough because he's like working in parliament and stuff um and I, I thought he was really really genuine and even if you you know agreed with his politics or not i felt like he was a very compelling and interesting speaker mm. for sure absolutely and now we can move on to the more uh prescribed socialists if i can call them that the socialist party of greece which moved from just a few members in their parliament to the main opposition party since 2003 well, it, was I believe the main, was... it was the main government party wasn't it between mm. Well, now they're the main opposition. And 19. But and now two, the in 2003, I think when they were founded, they were pretty much nothing. Hmm. They came from nowhere and united some of the left parties into a real socialist opposition. Now. Syriza, wasn't it? Syri- yeah, Syriza. Syri- yeah. A real opposition block. Apparently. And we met Panos and Left Terrace, which were just two interesting people. I want them to have their own sitcom. Before we get into it, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the first words that I heard when leaving was Oliver Webb saying, oh, what, what individuals, what a room, what a conversation. And, and I, I just can't describe it as pretty much. And you had to be there. This is where you should have been on the trip just to be there mm. to meet Panos and Left Terrace. I'll let you guys describe them before we get into the last question that, uh, that took about a half an hour for them to answer. Just set the stage for this room, the individuals there, and just the general tone, because I think this is important. Okay. So, you imagine a room. You're in a room. Mm. Lots of chairs. There's a table facing all those chairs. And as everyone A very standard in, room. Oh, yeah. Mm. Standard, basic. As you walk in and you sit down, this man just appears out of God knows where. Walks round the table and begins to just... He's about 80 years old. Yeah. He's, he's a large man. He fat, is, fat and grey. Yeah. Can, can we agree? Yeah. Fat and grey? Yeah. Very Greek. He, he just begins to talk <laughs> and doesn't introduce himself... Didn't know his name. He just starts. Yeah, we don't really yeah. know who this guy is. We start when he starts on his time, and he just stands there and then asks the great and mighty question to ask all British people, what do you think of Brexit? And then laughs a maniacal laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the greatest laugh in it, the world. It was more like encouraging others to laugh than... Yeah. It was like, ha, ha, ha. Don't you agree? <laughs> I, I think it was but a genuine laugh. Oh. No. He did I've never yeah. seen someone laugh without uh, smiling uh, before. No, there was a pause right. between what he said, which he thought... And he was always laughing at his own statements. I don't mm. think he laughed at anybody else's statement. He would say something that wasn't funny, and then there'd be a pause, and then he'd go... <laughs> and it was it killed us every single yeah. time oh my yeah. goodness, we were there yeah. for over an hour and, and every he time we were laughing okay hang on enjoyed. right no. it killed no. me until a certain moment so then his mate walks in left uh, terrace oh Com- who was a bit late who was a bit yeah. late let's get this right it was comrade left terrace oh yeah every, ah, everyone yes. was everyone's comrade. comrade yeah there's also that Australian guy who walked in who was meant to talk about something and he immediately got out of that room as fast as possible yeah he was like no 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 yeah, no he was I'm like, not nope, talking goodbye and then uh, I can't. I don't know her name, and I feel quite rude not knowing her name. But apparently, she is the uh, she's the head of UNICEF, I think. Like, and or the she's the 
Um, she has something really important. Yeah, something in she's connected to, do with to the UNICEF. UN. Yeah. Yeah. Very important yeah. connected to the UN. Yeah. yeah. She's a very important yeah. person. Basically. And she went to go try and speak after Panos had spoken to us for about 15 minutes doing his kind of introduction. Who dominated the room yeah. and dominated the entire yes. time. There is just this 80 year old Greek man dominating this room. Mm. Yeah. And yelling at people. And she was the first, that was the first sign of things kind of going a little bit wrong. After, <laughs> literally, right after saying how much, talking about how much. His party and and Panos himself supports feminist issues oh, yeah. and solidarity with women. He said solidarity about fifteen times. Mm-hmm. And Soli- then, solidarity, yeah, solidarity, yeah, exactly. I love his this woman tries I to speak. He's like, "Can I just speak for a moment?" She, he's like, "No, not just no, Let them no." And then he continued. <laughs> like yes. he started this whole thing explaining, you know, the party logo wow. and how they've got the purple flag for feminism and w- women's issues. And I was like, "Oh, great, you know, that's really good." Blah blah blah. This woman stands up. No, no, no. <laughs> and then she keeps, she tries to stand up. And like with his words, he puts her down again. It was the strangest and she, thing. She, she did eventually get she, to speak. She, she genuinely had left an interesting the pathetic, point to make as well. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And left Terry's yeah. the pathetic man next to him. Go, not just him and goes, Panos, let, let her speak. <laughs> yeah. She stands up and she gives a lot of, a good talk about Another again, about solidarity. Again, solidarity, yeah. solidarity. And he was huffing and puffing the whole time. Like, no, why do you speak? Talking of huffing and puffing, though. Oh, my goodness. See, she, now when she spoke, he was, he was mildly irritated. Oh, no. But <laughs> we are not talking about the elephant in the room that was left terrorist. Because I was staring at that man like, he's about to absolutely drop a knowledge bomb on all of us. Because when he took over... After his, well, his well, truly Panos, mark, after Tara. after about thirty thirty five minutes, and after the the woman spoke to us, he decided to open the floor up to us for which questions. Said, of which oh. there were two. Yeah, of, yeah, and there were two questions. And right at the beginning, Matt Ward Perkins said, "Okay, we have time for about two questions, uh, because we have to then go to our scheduled Parliament tour." And the the distress of of our teacher, our professor, which they kept on calling him for some reason, even though he's just just on the trip with us. Uh, it, there was just so much distress on his face as this question, what the answer to this question went on. But I asked the question, should there be a socialist, a European socialist party rather than individual ones country by country? And we got about a 30, 35 minute answer that went through the history of Western it was capitalism not an from though. left terrorists. It was no, it was a lecture. Yeah. It, it was pretty much a lecture. And, and the like of which I would have fallen asleep in had yeah. it been a genuine lecture yeah. at the University of Europe. Because it was erratic. There was, there was no following this lecture. And there were several other times as well where Panos tried to interrupt again to get the center of oh, attention he back was on him. Fuming. Yeah, Panos didn't just try and interrupt, he literally said straight to left terrorists let them ask questions you've eaten up their time and he said I don't care and just <laughs> yeah. kept going like, oh, honestly he was Panos was absolutely fuming like he kept like checking his watch yeah. and like huffing and puffing really aggressively and like he was you doing need what to Matt stop talking to do. Yeah. stop going off on tangents stop head. going off tangents and left Terry's like I've got one more tangent to go on stop going off on tangents stop even, going off tangents. even though he himself would go on tangents well and then Panos decided okay I'm just going to answer the question went on another 10 minute <laughs> tangent and then Matt finally like he was slowly leaning more Matt and more so forward stressed. in his chair and then he was like he, he just reached his hand out slowly and said okay we, we really have to go they're like oh yes okay we have refreshed Freshmen upstairs, <laughs> and Matt's like, "Okay, five minutes, and then we go." So we all filed up these these marble stairs, ate their food and drink quickly, just scarfed it down, and then uh, and, and then walked out yeah. of there. And we walked out of there changed. 
I think. I am a different man because of Panos. I'm glad we experienced it. Yeah. We'd been taught how not to how to be unelectable, and the, the issue was we'd been taught by a politician. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was that was definitely one of the highlights there. So do we we can move on there and talk about the is that what's the night out after that? Ooh, we're talking we're talking Thursday, so. I think it was just in the Uzo bar. Oh, this is where we can get into Charlie's right. story. Oh, well, that was <coughs> because the first it was ice night. cream and oh, that was the first night. That, the Charlie story was the very first night. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that was had we all been out for a meal before that? Uh, we no, that might have been no. the, that might have been a night of the group meal and then deciding to go to the ice cream and oh, that and, uh, group meal. That oh, was quite just, good. Can yeah, we, we can just talk take about a that. Moment. Yeah, absolutely. Because okay, so th- oh, this was after the Acropolis tour. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because the Acropolis tour was great, but quite long, and it didn't finish till about four, and we were really hungry. Like we'd only just had we had breakfast like in the morning, so we went and got some food. So we'd eaten quite a bit, and then they messaged us saying, "Oh, just let you know, there's a group meal at half past five. and we were like, "Oh, we've just eaten, but okay, we'll turn up like it's fine." And it was really nice, like group meal. Um, you know, we were all gonna pay for it and whatever. And I have never seen so much food in all my life. There was no the clear, there was no like, clear, like, sort of starter hmm. and main. It just... It just kept coming. Kept on coming. It was brilliant. But the thing is... It was is, amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. Oh, it was the best food I've ever had. And it was for about 15 euros each, including a drink as well. Yeah, you got a drink, you got you got a salad starter, you got two appetizers, two main courses. Yeah, they, te- oh, they teased you into having an underwhelming meal. They bought out rubbish vegetables first. <laughs> But the sa- they kept the, bringing okay, out no, that something Mediterranean be- Greek salad was good. Oh, it was amazing. They kept bringing out something slightly better than the last, and it ended up just being what I can only describe as like bread bowls of shredded meat. No sauce for the meat, no bread for the meat, no vegetables for the meat. Just a bowl of meat. Well, that, that was a lasagna. Time. A meatball. No, no, not that, not that. The yeah, lasagna. They had the shredded chicken, didn't they? That the shredded like yeah. salted chicken, which was unbelievable. Oh, it was so good. And I don't know if you had the tzatziki. I can't say I it. I did Oh, my goodness. It, and and the thing is, because because uh, our table is sort of a bit further away from the others, so we were a bit worried that we weren't going to get like as much food. And the guy was like, don't worry, don't worry. The people in this, that. This guy they was the genuine. Be- they were the, the nicest. It, that, honestly, I've never been to a restaurant where I've actually been like, I would go out with a dr- for a drink with all of them. They yeah. were so much fun to talk to and like listen yeah, to. Yeah, they were great. They loved Matt. They were obsessed with Matt. They were Matt, so friendly. Matt Wall Perkins on this whole trip has been like everyone's obsession, but they <laughs> absolutely loved Matt. Every time yeah. he walked in to talk to them, they were giving him hugs. They were just talking to him about like his yeah. life. It was insane. <laughs> they, but the service was like crazy. I wish I could remember the name of the place. They gave That's me the, a card. Oh, yeah. They gave everyone. They gave us like. I reviewed them on TripAdvisor. Yeah. Did you? They, they, oh, they, yeah, they were great though. Do. It was unbelievable because. Yeah, that was quite good. Yeah. But we can move on from there and talk about that last club night. Oh, oh my God. God. Nuba, uh, was, uh, unbelievable. Well, but let's... not unbelievable as in unbelievably good. It it was just unbelievable as in what we're about to tell you happened in this club and it well first if you it, don't this believe was not it, the plan we understand this was not the plan wait, wait, wait. to go to nuba we've got something before because do you remember when we oh, left yeah, you the... lost you lost the ability to walk didn't you oh no even before that we were walking that was and trying to game. find <laughs> yeah that was in the middle we were trying to find uh, somewhere to go and i sort of looked on google maps and i found this place and uh it was shut and then suddenly across the road i heard this like traditional greek music and i was like 
guys, oh, I completely forgot about yeah. this. Yeah, and I was like, guys, let's go here. We're all, you know, quite, let's say, very merry at this point. We walk in, didn't realise it was a restaurant, and there's like this live sort of Greek couple doing like music and stuff. And we all just leapt up on the stage and were dancing around. Well, right when we walk in, one of the people who we presume to be working there, but you never really know, they weren't wearing any any sort of thing that distinguished them. They just looked like the regular sort of Greek people who were in there eating. And this was a genuine restaurant. This was mm. not any place meant for dancing. And that was made clear to us almost immediately. But we didn't really care. We were immediately shown to a table where they presumed we were going to order food and drink. But... Most of us got up pretty we much immediately. We just dropped our bags and went up. But the and thing started is, dancing to this traditional Greek music yeah, with these other amazing. old people. Yeah, because the thing is, the pe- there was like a big table of people eating, but half of them got up and were dancing we with us. We weren't the only ones dancing. No, exactly. No, like, can I just we say, were we, were not, we were not the only ones, though. Like, we didn't just turn up. Like, there we were, were already belligerent, people. We were belligerently dancing. But we were so happy and, like, loving the music. And then this guy comes over and is like, are you going to order anything? We're like, oh, yes, sorry. Alex and I got tequila. I got some ouzo because. Uh, and I ordered a hot chocolate and they didn't have any. And I, so I was like, oh, I'll just have a beer then. Fine. <laughs> you ordered a, a hot chocolate. I really did order. He's a, hot a strange chocolate. man, Dom. Oh my goodness. Okay. Nothing in it. Yeah, but that that was uh, honestly interesting place. Those I just remember those five minutes just spinning around and just having the best time. And they were so kind. They were like, "Really sorry, there is a place where you can go and dance, but it is not here." <laughs> yeah. And then and, and then they when tried he's... to show us to a, another place, but that was closed. Yeah. Right? So we decided to go to this third place, which I forget the name of, but there was a private event hosted oh, by some yeah. some famous Greek men, and they weren't gonna let us in. Yeah. So we're like, "Oh, oh, no, this is this is a disaster." Yeah. But there turns out there is another place around the corner called Nuba. Mm. Yeah. On the on the walk to Nuba you broke your leg, didn't you? Oh yes. Oh we can um, talk about that as well. Yeah, so as we were leaving this Greek like restaurant, um, we had a really good time and I was walking slightly further ahead with Keris. Um and we were just sort of like on our own a bit further ahead from the group. And there this uh, Greek guy came over to us and he was being like a bit weird. Um and I, you know, kind of was very annoyed at this. I kind of was like shouting at him and then I realised actually this guy is uh, kind of creepy so we should run away so we started running away nice. from him um, and then I don't know if anyone's listening has ever been to Greece but um, the basically the pavements there are really bad because they don't have a lot of money so um, it's all kind of crumbled and there's a lot of potholes and stuff um, and so as I was running away and turned around my foot just kind of went um, and my ankle kind of went um, but I was really quite you know merry at this point so it was really painful, but I thought, oh, it'd be fine, it'd be fine. And then um, it was it was not fine. Yeah, it was not fine. Um, but the thing is, we you know we continued to go to the club. Mark actually piggybacked me um, there and some of the other groups. So thank you guys very much for that. Um, so then when we got to this Nuba place, um, the woman, because I was literally hopping around uh, at this point. And she was like, oh, your leg, your leg. So she brought me this like high chair, put it in the middle of the dance floor. And so I sat on it the whole night. It was still like dancing well, was, away. That woman is also the woman who let us in because originally we were going to go to a club that was maybe 500 meters down the street. Hmm. And, and what we stopped outside of this, this first, it, it looked like it could be a bar or a club. There was loud music. It didn't look like there was much dancing. But from our experience, there's... There's not much dancing in Greek clubs until we get there. So, so we're like, okay, let's see if we can get in here, see if there's any cover charge or anything. 
And we should have known that it was a bit of an odd place when they didn't try and charge us anything. They were just like, no, no, come in, come in. And it took them a second to get there. This woman had to go inside and speak to maybe some manager or something. But we got let in. Kez got a stool. We are behind. <laughs> so there's this massive bar. This uh, with with just uh, people a standing, ball. yeah, people standing all around it, not dancing, but there's good music, and they they have a private DJ that they they've hired in, and like kind of a hype man who's walking around in a an oversized NBA yeah. jersey and shorts, just looking looking very interesting. Let's what's say. happened is the club has looked in the telephone directory and been like, "What's the most stereotypical DJ from the mm-hmm. early 2000s? Yes, here he is. Let's get him." But. Uh, I don't think any of us minded that. We start dancing no, immediately. Great. We had a great time. We get time. some drinks. Kez is getting handed drinks on her stool, just yeah, dancing and, away. Oh my goodness. And it was really funny because um, <laughs> there was there was like a photographer coming around for pictures and I could never get in them because I was just stood in my stool. And if you look at that Facebook now, we are all over it. Our group is all over that Facebook <laughs> yeah. because we were the only people having fun in there. Yeah. Everybody else was just standing there. And if the, the photographer was going to take a photo of them, they'd like hold up their drink and smile a little bit. We were kind of going more we crazy. Going for, and then Ellie yeah. at one point, because there was this guy who started like DJing and like rapping. Singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy rapping. Um, just like he just appeared from nowhere. And then Ellie was no, that, really That was excited. the NBA guy. Yeah, NBA yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. And then uh, Ellie was so excited about this. So she kind of grabbed the mic. It was just like singing with him. It was howling, I would say. Oh, yeah. And then up on the four corners of this rectangular bar in the middle of this club stood four people, one person at each corner. And there they are setting up fireworks. Well, pretty much fireworks on the corner. And off goes like really cringy, like party poppers. And then the lights go on and onto the onto the bar. Before before that, before the fireworks came after because they set up the fireworks and then what we thought was a waitress turned out not to be a waitress. It was it was Superwoman without the cape and much of the other unnecessary clothes. Well this, she considered it This was a scantily clad woman who jumped up onto the bar mm. and I mean, I'll leave it to you guys to describe the <sighs> actions that ensued. Oh, it was um, it was really. I just found the whole event funny. I just I couldn't get over because there were so many different things happening that night. Mm-hmm. And th- basically, Incredible. these these I think there were two women that um got. Well, it was definitely one at least I saw. Um, yeah, basically with like nothing on, and I was like, oh, whoa, this is really fun. But then she kept like bending over, and her butt was just in my face. And yeah. because I was in this chair, I could not. You move. could move, but I'm... even funnier was yeah. was Joe. As soon as this woman jumps up there, she turns around her butt is like a foot from Joe's head. Yeah. But Joe is facing the other way, facing towards the back of the group. So he has no idea what's going on behind him. We lock eyes. I'm just, I'm, I am I'm. just point and I'm like, look behind you with my eyes. And he turns around and then turns back towards me with this expression of glee, just <laughs> of just manic happiness yeah. that just... It was so hilarious. Well, it was funny because before they turned up, um, we, me, Edwin and Charlie had gone outside. We were just talking for ages. And I suddenly realised that we were in the back of this photo shoot because this woman was taking like all these pictures outside. And we were just kind of stood there because I couldn't really move a lot. I was kind <laughs> of in the... theme of yeah, the last day yeah, of the trip. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I was quite bad. But that, that was, a, that was a good night. Just this woman twerking, wasn't she? Whipping her hair. Oh, she absolutely was. But we all had a great time. Like, yeah. it was so much fun. And we leave that club. We decide to go to McDonald's. Changed, changed people. 
We leave yeah. that just as we left with Panos changed. Yeah. We we left this changed as well. Oh, you went to McDonald's. See, we went to Everest. Did you guys ever go to Everest? No, no. Oh. That's, that's, quite, that's quite a hike if you've got no, no leg. No, Everest was amazing. <laughs> I swear, we went there every night. It was like um like a fast food place, but they did hot dogs. But they put their chips inside the hot dog. That's something was, I need to get. To. I yeah. need to get that delivered. It I'm was very really, it was really exotic, agreed? can I just say. So they did that, but they would also, and um, when I say lather, I oh. mean they would absolutely, like, they would undeniably not stop. They got mayonnaise in like, this tub. They got this giant scoop and just went, right, all of this is going in. It they was just went honestly, crazy. It was disgusting. It was so thick. They it had was seven like, jars of Hellman's and they were going to go out of date the following day. So they were just like, oh, sod it. Yeah, Wherever that was, like that. it was not Hellman's and it was no. even worse than <laughs> And Hellman's. the thing is, and then when I went back to Everest the next day, it was a different one. I was like, right, I want some mayo, but please, please. And I had to explain to this guy just a, a tiny, bit. tiny bit. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What does that mean? It was insane. It was yeah. it, it, they they. Good last. I think, I, think I remember coming back to my room with it, and I just kind of sat there eating it. And I was like, "Why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. Like, why am I eating this? Because it's just." It was just. My I just own. thought about like the, the the kind of breakdown, like the carbs, the fat. Oh, let's not, like, let's not, let's yeah. not. Like, it was, oh, what happens that, in Athens stays in Athens. I, I mean, it right? unless it goes on the podcast. Yeah, yep. that is true. So we all get back. What time did we end up getting back? Because we filmed that whole, that, 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 fa- because we came across the worst, a murder scene, maybe. Oh what? my God. On two, the way back. Two, two separate nights. It wasn't once, it was twice. Two nights. In the centre of Athens, there's a ta- there's a square called... Um, Syntagma, Syntagma Square. Square. Constitution Square. It's pretty much like the centre. Like, like Imagine the very centre of London. This is their equivalent. And it's like um, this marble square. And our hostel was actually very close to that. And two separate nights, there was human blood spread across this white marble. And I basically did something reasonably immoral which was to think oh this is perfect for a, a comedy sketch video. so i staged um what is probably my best ever the best ever thing i've ever directed which was zooming in on the blood and then zooming in into mark who had his hood up and looked like he was very very guilty uh, in this in this murder and then look back at the uh, at the blood and then turn back to mark who's sprinting away like he doesn't want to get um, arrested and it, and was, it was the it beautiful was, part if, if is there were video, sirens it's just so yeah. there were sirens yeah. in the background yeah and the siren and the sirens came past and I couldn't be, believe my luck it was like it was like exactly what I needed like to the make the stars this. aligned oh, that is brilliant. that is definitely an amazing and then video. in the morning when we packed up and went back to, uh, and tried to get back across um, the city to the airport because the metro is right the, under Syntagma Square yeah the metro is under so Syntagma we checked Square. to see if the blood was still there and the blood's gone, just, blood's uh, gone. Uh, it's like, cleaned up in the night it's like the cleaners are sort of like yeah we better not give our capital city a bad name um, so yeah, th- this has got to go, and they're scrubbing away, <laughs> and it's gone, completely gone, and, and the marble's gleaming again. Yeah, nothing ever happened. Exactly. Um, I think we can leave the Athens story here, which is what we're going to call it. Dom doesn't like that name, but it should be called Greek myths, because some of these stories Ooh. have been brilliant. Greek myths or the Athens story? What do you prefer? I like Greek myths. I have to say. I think that realistically, it should be called the Panos, the Left Terrace, <laughs> and the Wardrobe. <laughs> Especially after Dom's oh, encounter no, with the yeah. ice witch. I like that. I like that. But well, no. we'll, we'll decide on it. We'll, uh, actually, I'll decide on it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you decide on it, Mark. Later. I mean, you've lost the vote. At a later but, date. But sure, <laughs> go ahead. This, this isn't democracy. No. So, on that note, <laughs> thank you, everybody who came on here. Dom Smith, we got Kezi, we got John, your first year rep and your co-pres. Thank you very, very much. Thank you very much for listening to the Pep Talk podcast. Until next time, I've been your host, Mark. So long.